1: every day.
2: Welcome back to the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm your host, Carson Cunningham. What a night for the Oklahoma City Thunder. They get a much, much needed win over the Golden State Warriors just for their, their own record and for Psyche against Golden State, they went at 108-91. We're going to break it all down for you. Obviously, we have to talk about Russell versus Kevin going head-to-head, face-to-face, forehead-to-forehead, uh, old-school NBA. We'll break that down. We'll break down the emergence of uh, Paul George in a, in a true playoff environment that it was down in Oklahoma City. We'll talk all about that game and much more. But first, before we do so... We have to thank PRINT for sponsoring the podcast. That's prnt.co. Go to their website. Uh, they can do anything you want. They can order short shirts for you, any custom orders. Uh, they can handle any size of any order. It doesn't matter if you want to wear one shirt, two shirts, or two or 300 shirts. They, they can handle any size, any order. And they have the coolest Thunder shirts around. I know uh, the coolest uh, Oklahoma City basketball shirts around. If you go to games at Chesapeake Energy Arena, the coolest ones, the ones you point to your friends and go, oh, look at that. That that was a really cool Thunder shirt. Chances are that's from print.co. Go to, it's print company, prnt.co. Go to their website. They have the coolest Thunder shirts around, the coolest Oklahoma City basketball apparel known to man. So go to their website, check it out. And if you want to set up your own apparel company and sell it online, you can also do that through print. So they're more than just selling Oklahoma City basketball gear. They're more than just selling, you know, your local uh, gear that you want to make for your own on your own shirts. They can also set up your own store. So please go to prnt.co, Print. They are the best in the business as far as apparel and merchandise goes. They can even make pens, cups, and banners. So go to print and uh, click on the uh, link on uh, I've posted on this uh, on the megaphone link that I have posted here. If you copy and paste that link I have provided, you'll get free shipping. There's a locked on promo code, that's all caps locked on. And uh, if you do that, you can get some free shipping. So without further ado, Thunder get a massive, and I do mean massive, win over the Golden State Warriors. Huge win, much needed win. I will be posting a live mailbag that I did after I get through my initial thoughts. I did a live mailbag on my Facebook page. That's Carson Cunningham, K-O-C-O, if you want to search for it. I'm going to start trying to do more Facebook Lives uh, through there and uh, kind of react with you live. So if you want to comment on the podcast basically live as it happens, that's the best way to do it. But I'm going to give my initial thoughts on the game. Then we get right to the mailbag and and, uh, cover all things that were Thunder Warriors. First and foremost, different vibe. Much different vibe for Kevin's return this time around versus last year. Last year, you'll remember, was an absolute circus. You had cupcake signs. You had a little girl, like 10 years old, dressed up as a cupcake, following him up and down the, the hallway. It was an absolute WWE-style circus. That was not the case this year. He got booed. It was pretty tame by that standard. But um, So that, that was good to see. I mean, I think Thunder fans needed to, and I kind of addressed this in the mailbag, but Thunder fans needed to get that out last year. Kevin... Disappeared in the middle of the night, put out a two-paragraph thing in the Players Tribune that nobody reads, and then just disappeared for two or three months, and then it reemerged in, in the, the Bay Area and was never heard from again. After eight or nine years of of playing in Oklahoma City, not e- not even a simple like ad in the paper, which is guys do that when they've spent like a year in a place. <laughs> so, I think Thunder fans need to get that out. They got it out, and I thought I thought. Uh, Against the Warriors this time around, they uh, they behaved themselves for the most parts and just booed like regular fans, and that was that was good to see. I mean, I think it, it ran its course last season, even though Kevin has done himself no favor since in recent times with his burner Twitter account, with some of the things he said in the article with Rick Bucher in the Bleacher Report, where he just disparaged the Thunder for giving having the gall to let PJ Dozier wear number thirty-five, and just. All the things he said in that article. I thought the, I thought the crowd reacted pretty well. And um, it started off pretty tame uh, by those standards. And uh, obviously, the, as far as... Uh, we're going to get to the, the exchange between Kevin and Russell in just a second. But just as far as the win, I think this, this game proved without a shadow of a doubt what I've been trying to say all offseason, all this past month, is that the Thunder ceiling is higher than just about everyone besides the Warriors. And we saw that against Golden State. I mean, how many teams can trot out? First of all, just Russell Westbrook, who we're going to get to. Season high, 34 points. He was an absolute freak of nature in this game. And then Paul George, all-world two-way player, which we're going to get to. And then Carmelo Anthony filling it up. Just You saw glimpses of an absolute team that, when it comes playoff time, possession by possession, where talent wins out over the schedule, you saw a team that can give anybody trouble, including Golden State. They ran Golden State completely out of the gym, and how they did that was largely thanks to their defense, which I'll get to in just a second. But I, I want to go back to Russell. You know, he said in the lead up to this game, it was just any other game. Ah, oh, just any other game. Kevin said the same thing. That is not true at all. Russell, obviously he always plays like his life is like absolutely on the line. That's how hard the guy plays. If you follow this team at all, that's one of the more striking things about following this team is just how hard and how competitive Russell plays on a nightly basis. He has it turned up to 10 most nights. He had it turned up to 25 against Kevin Durant and the Golden State Warriors. This was startling how jacked he was for this game even by russell westbrook's standards the jawing after every single play the shaking his head the mean mugging that was russell come playoff it was like it was like a playoff game vibe from russell mixed with like an all-star game as far as like the showboating and the facial expressions this was russell unhinged he did the the uh euro he's done the euro step kind of dance before he busted that out and obviously him and kevin got into it we got to talk about it now he, him and kevin got into it early in the game when kevin spilled the ball out of bounds they talked smack nothing really came of it and then they went forehead to forehead which to me was great theater fantastic theater what we've always wanted to see out of these two since they parted ways how is this going to play out how do they really feel about each other Cause all we ever hear in interview settings is, "Oh, not that big a deal. They don't really want to talk about it. You know, Kevin's even said, "Oh, we're cool. uh, oh, we don't talk, but we're cool. And, and while part of me agrees, this is a competitive basketball setting. It's, it's no different than being on a, on a playground. That's what Kevin Durant downplayed it as is, oh, we're just balling. Just ball. No big deal. That's made up by the fans part of me agrees with that as far as just the smack talk, the pure smack talk. But the place in which it comes from is not just from ball. It's from these guys growing up together in Oklahoma city, going to war against golden state and Kevin cho- choosing to join golden state. And I actually kind of thought Kevin escalated it. You know, Russell got the steel <laughs> granted Russell was talking all the smack, like from the first instance to the last he was talking noise but he turned his back to kevin and didn't make eye contact and kevin just went straight to him got face to face and had enough and i thought it was great and look the nba has become such a buddy buddy league where guys are friends they're instagram pals they'll you know they're tweet buddies whatever whatever social media i sound like my dad right now as far as social media is concerned but Whatever you want to call it, they are buddy-buddy. We've lost kind of that 80s mentality where teams stayed together, and that bred pure rivalry. Where teams stayed together, that's another part of the deal is free agency. Teams change all the time, and the players change. But Golden State and Oklahoma City, pure hatred, pure dislike, at least between Russell and Kevin. Obviously, Paul, George, and Carmelo are new to this. They were baptized by fire against Golden State this time around. But I thought the interaction between Russ and Kevin was great. They got double technical fouls, which, whatever. I, I say just let them, let them go at it. And why do they have to call double technical fouls there? They they, they touch foreheads. Is that is that the greatest harm against humanity? I, I guess they have to do it to keep the peace. But I thought that was old school NBA, and I thought that's what they needed to get out because that's been pent up for far too long. I know Russ yelled at him last year, but we needed to see that. Old school NBA. And as far as the game, let's talk about basketball a little bit. As far as the game goes, you know, the little the little moments in games can add up so greatly. I thought with two minutes left in the first half, Golden State was really finding their footing. And the Thunder really closed that first half strong. I mean, Paul George, hits a shot basically at the buzzer. Uh, there was a window there where it looked like Golden State was climbing back into the game. They're kind of finding their rhythm. Steph was starting to heat up a little bit. And the Thunder really closed that first half out well, which has been a problem sometimes for them. And they, they led by 17, and they really never looked back. They, they led by double digits the entire second half. So I just thought the Thunder really capitalized on the little moments. You know, the Warriors entered tonight, or uh, the game against the Thunder, with an outrageous, as this is my buddy Anthony Slater, who I'm friends with, said they entered with an outrageous plus 117 in the third quarters this season. They've outscored their opponents by 117 points in the third quarter. Thunder outscored them by six in the third, which we all know the third quarter has been a big problem for Oklahoma City. That was a huge moment in the game where the, where the Warriors, that's when they decide, are we cutting into this lead and playing our guys or are we not and giving up? They gave up in the fourth quarter. They, they rested their starters, which when the game was out of hand, you, you totally understand that. And uh, it really, this continues a trend for Oklahoma City. All eight of their wins have been by nine or more points. And all nine of its losses have come by nine or fewer. So that kind of tells you the margin of victory is pretty much in Oklahoma City's favor. I thought Tim Bontemps, who does a great job for the Washington Post, pointed this out on Twitter. He said a lot of the underlying metrics as far as Oklahoma City's offense, defense, what have you, lines up with what Boston has numbers wise you know the same celtics who have won like 16 17 games in a row or whatever it is they're a very similar team and that to me is very telling thunder have lost a lot of close games but i think it's just one win it's a regular season win one of 82 i get all that and it comes against golden state is the best team in the league but i think you just saw glimpses of what is capable of this team or what this team is capable of and I thought that was very encouraging. So, uh, But we're about to get to the, uh, I did a live Thunder mailbag on my Facebook page. Before we get to that, let's hear from uh, one of our sponsors.
0: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: Uh, Thunder get a huge win over the Golden State Warriors. It's their first win in eight meetings with Golden State. They They lost their last seven, dating back to even when Kevin played for the Oklahoma City Thunder which kind of illustrates how little the Warriors really needed Kevin Durant, but that's neither here nor there. But uh, Thunder now won uh, seven in their past eight meetings against Golden State, and really just this is something we had not seen out of Oklahoma City really all season. They had played this well in first quarters. Uh, They had not played this well throughout an entire game, much less even really an entire half. Maybe the half against Milwaukee they played this well as a whole, but really had not played to this level so far, and it really – my, that's my biggest takeaway so far after this game is this is kind of what they needed. They needed a game in which they got fired up, a game in which they were challenged, a game in which uh, Russell Westbrook was going up against Kevin Durant, who obviously they do not like each other. We'll, we'll talk about that in just a second. But uh, it turns out this is exactly what they needed uh, to gather funk, because they were in a funk. I mean, two games under five hundred uh, against bad teams. I think they had the, had the sixth easiest schedule thus far in the NBA season, so much needed win. Um, Obviously, everyone's gonna be talking about Kevin Durant versus Russell Westbrook. Um, It was fascinating, because they they got into it a little before the big scuffle. Kevin Durant turned the ball over, went out of bounds. They kinda had a playful exchange. Kevin Durant was like smiling and laughing the whole game. I don't know if that was a uh, a defense mechanism, but he he was just, for some reason, smiling and, and chuckling the whole Night in Oklahoma City. So, but they got into it there, no technical call or anything. It was was a a fun moment. But then to start the second half, you all saw it. They go face to face and forehead to forehead. And it's obvious these two guys just flat out do not like each other. Now, they were competing. I'll I'll say that. It wasn't like they just ran into each other on the street and went head to head and about fought. Uh, Russell stole the ball, started talking noise. Kevin got tired of him talking noise, and they went face to face. And, uh, Obviously, Kevin called him a few choice words. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was riveting. I thought it's everything we ever wanted to see out of those two since they split. I thought uh, Paul Pierce said it well after the game on ESPN. He said it's like a it's like a broken marriage. There's bitter feelings there. They just didn't go to divorce court. Kevin just left and went to the Bay Area. So uh, I thought it was an amazing night at Chesapeake Arena. It was as loud as I've heard that place since the playoffs last season. Really, when when that place gets rocking, it is. One of the more deafening environments I've ever been to. And that includes college football games. That includes anywhere. I mean it, it turns into like a European soccer stadium when that place gets jumping. And it was it was rocking tonight. Crowd wasn't as into it as they were last year, not as intense and I thought that was to be expected. I thought, you know, there was so much venom in the crowd last year with the cupcake signs, with the girl in the cupcake outfit following Kevin around. And I think the Thunder fans needed that last year. Like, I know people nationally wanted to say, oh, look at silly little Oklahoma. They're just so bitter. They should just thank Kevin for his eight years of service. And while that's true, and he will eventually, that was Thunder fans' first chance to really show them how he, how they felt about him. Because Kevin made his decision, put the paragraph out, in, or the two paragraphs out in the Players Tribune, and then left. And went underground for a few months, and then resurfaced in Golden State, and that was their first opportunity to, to say anything to Kevin. So there was a lot of pent-up uh, animosity there. And really for the way he left. No, no thank you in the newspaper, which we've been over all that regardless. And that, that's why there was more venom the previous time. But this time, tonight, they booed him in the starting lineups, which you knew would happen. But it was nowhere near the level that we saw last year. And he got booed when he would get the ball, but it was, it was, it was fine. It was a typical booing. Uh, But but then when that happened, it just ignited, when the, the scuffle happened between Russell and Kevin, it just ignited the crowd. It ignited Russell Westbrook. I thought Russell was absolutely unbelievable in the third quarter, really the entire game. It looked like Russell was playing like his life was on the line. That's how intense he was. That's how into it he was, playing defense. You know, there's a lot of times last year, granted Russell had to shoulder much more of the load last year, but there were a lot of times last year where Russell didn't play a whole lot of defense. You didn't see that tonight. He was everywhere getting steals, getting the ball back from Kevin on that one uh, fast break where he he slammed it. I just thought Russell played like the MVP that we saw last year. And that's been one of their biggest issues so far this season is Russell hasn't always played his best. and He was at his best the entire season last year. And I think part of it, obviously, fitting in with Carmelo and, and Paul George is a big deal. I mean, he'd never played with those two guys before. But more than anything, I think those two need to evolve around Russell. Russell needs to just do his thing, and the pieces will fall into place, much like you saw tonight. What did you see? Paul George was locked in defensively. Absolutely locked in defensively. Uh, I'll get to your question in a second, Jordan. I'm not ignoring it. But Paul George is an elite top five, top ten defender in the NBA. He's made three All-NBA teams on defense the last Three of the last four years, the one year he didn't was the year he broke his leg. You saw the difference he can make on the defensive side of the ball. Carmelo filled it up. He had 22. He he really got rolling there. You, you could tell Carmelo really thrived off a big-game atmosphere, playing big-name talent. Uh, so, th- again, this is kind of what the doctor ordered. They needed a game where they had to ra- raise their level of play going into it, knowing full well. Now, is that, no, is that an excuse for how they've played this far? Absolutely not. They've been bad thus far. But maybe this is a turning point, and that's, that's kind of my big takeaway. I think this is a big turning point in their season. Maybe this is the moment we'll look back on where things have clicked, they've gelled, they've meshed, and they can go forward from here and start winning some games. And, again, fire off some questions, too. I want to get to Jordan's question. He's been, he's been very patient with me. Uh, when do I think they will see each other in the playoffs? That's a good question. I, I kind of thought they would meet in the Western Conference Finals because coming into the season I thought um, – the Thunder would be the second-best team in the West. I was looking pretty foolish through until tonight. You know what you saw tonight was what I expected to see out of Oklahoma City. I expected them to just overwhelm teams. Uh, they've had a slow start. Will they finish two in the West? That seems optimistic at this point. So I would probably guess second round when they'll probably meet. You know the Thunder or the Warriors are going to be the one seed. Uh, so maybe they'll meet in the second round. But who knows? There's plenty of season left. We're not even to game 20 yet. So we'll see. We'll worry about the playoffs when they come. Um, did I see, this is from Justin Phillips, did I see better offensive sets or were the shots just falling? It was a bit of both. I mean, I think the shots fell a lot more than they did in the previous couple weeks. I mean, but again, they didn't settle for as many jump shots. That's been, for me, the biggest problem of their offense is taking long two. Carmelo takes long twos. That's his, that's his bread and butter. He, he's good at it, uh, but he's been taking a lot of long jumpers, a lot of threes. Paul George especially, I think, needs to cut out the threes. Uh, not entirely out of his game. You have to shoot threes if they're there, but he needs to attack. And I think, as a whole, you saw them attack the basket much, much more. And against a team like Golden State, they don't have a lot of bigs to challenge you at the rim. They have Kevin, and who is a really good defender and long and athletic. But after that, they don't play JaVale McGee a whole lot. They don't have a lot of tr- Zaza Pachulia is a good defender for a center, I guess, but he doesn't scare you. Russell's not going to be scared of Zaza Pachulia. Nor should should he or nor should Paul George. So they ran better stuff, yes, but I think it was more the aggression that really um, got them going. And and their defense. You know, their defense has been great most of the season. They got 33 points off turnovers, uh, 33 points off of fast breaks, and that's directly defense leading to offense. So I think that was was key as much as, as their offense. And I think that's something they can build on moving forward is if shots aren't falling, push the tempo get out on the fast break that's what russell westbrook is best at he is the most electric point guard from end-to-end speed and i think if they do do run it a little more run a little more fast break try and get steals out in transition that'll only help their offense that only help them gel on the offensive side of the ball as they learn how to play in the half court uh yeah i mean the defense has been great most of the season austin i mean 13 steals tonight they are tops in the league at one point in steals. Uh, Paul George is leading the NBA in steals. He's been unbelievable. I, I think that's one of my bigger takeaways, too, from this game is, and again, if you have questions, just keep firing them off, is Paul George, his defense is an absolute difference maker, and what comes with that, you don't need Andre Robertson on the floor just ad nauseum just because of his defense. Uh, let me. I'm going to try and pull up the box score here, but... I would guess Andre's minutes were down. And you saw early in that game, Andre Robertson was a little skittish to shoot the ball. Even on like layups, he was a little skittish. So I think with the addition of Paul George, they can get much more offense out there. And I thought it was interesting. Billy went with Josh Hustis over Alex Abrinas. Alex Abrinas has really struggled so far this year. Struggled early on in this game. And you saw Billy go to Josh Hustis over Alex that's a That's a big deal. Uh, Josh Houston only has one year left on his contract, and, and Alex Abrinas has really struggled. I, I thought he was going to have a big year this year. I was wrong about that so far. But let's see here. Andre Robertson played 32 minutes. Um, it, his minutes weren't too far down. That's that's actually more minutes than he's accustomed to playing. I guess you could throw him on, uh, on Clay Thompson more.
0: This is Jake from Locked On. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there."
2: Uh, is it Kevin? Kavan? I, oh, Kevin. Kevin Jobs says, why are people underrating uh, Paul George so much coming into this year? It's like people totally forgot he was an all-star and I totally agree with you, totally agree with you. That, people nationally weren't just head over heels about the thunder and i'll say that zach lowe who to me is probably the smartest nba mind in the media he was really high on on the paul george edition that that told me all i needed to know and i was high on it too i mean when paul george is healthy find me a better two-way player as far as offense and defense there's not many on the planet there's a select few there's a lebron there's a Kawhi. there's a kevin durant and then you then you start grasping at straws. Who's better than Paul George on both ends? He's been unbelievable uh, on the defensive end, especially. He's still finding his groove on offense, but he is averaging, I believe, his highest shooting numbers across the board thus far this season. So while it does look like he struggled somewhat to fit in offensively, he has shot the ball better than ever before. Part of that's playing with with two superstars. So, uh, but yeah, Paul George could not be more impressed with him. Mello had a big night tonight again. Played played very well. Uh, 8 of 17 for Mello, shooting. Uh, Paul George was just, he was awesome. So, uh, big big win for the Thunder. Obviously, it's just a regular season win. These aren't uh, just massive. But I think for confidence sake, that was a big win, beating the Warriors, especially if they're going to meet in the playoffs. And they lost all four meetings last year. If they were to lose all four this year, at some point that would mess with your confidence a little. It has to, even even for guys of this level of confidence caliber, this, this level of professionalism. Uh, would you rather have this team or the 2015 Thunder? I assume you mean 2016, Kevin's uh, last year. 2015 slash 2016. It's hard to say. I mean, that 2015-2016 that team was, was really good because they had the Warriors down 3-1. to one. I mean, that, that was an absolutely elite basketball team. And I, I still contend if Kevin just had played up to average of his standards, they win that series. You know, people knock Russell, too, in that series. But Russell was the best player on the floor in games three and four when the Thunder blew them out by 30. He was everywhere. He looked a lot like we saw tonight. Uh, I'd have to go with the 2016 team just because the Thunder, other than tonight, have not been impressive this year. So as of right now, I'd take that team. But there is a lot of star power for sure. Uh, Any more questions? You guys got any more? Fire them off. Uh, Paul has some length in his wingspan, like Robertson. Plus, he has the offensive skills. You're you're absolutely right, Austin. I mean, that's that's the biggest difference, and that's what I mean by the Thunder being able to play Paul George and keep him on the floor because of his offense. Whereas Robertson at times can just crush your offense. I mean, there were times he looked afraid to touch the basketball, let alone shoot it. So that he Paul George gives you a, an added luxury of not forcing Andre Robertson on the floor, because as we've seen earlier in the season. Teams might go to the Hack and Andre, which can really uh, bog things down. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I knew this comparison was coming from Sarah. Uh, I want to know if Kevin is going to be fined and sit on the bench and not start his next game for calling Russ a bad word. I guarantee you uh, he has more kids looking up to him than Mayfield's. So you're right on, Sarah. I mean, again, that was that was on the field of play, which I know you're probably thinking, you know, what are we even talking about? But unspeakable things get said at the, on the NBA floors. If you've ever sat close to courtside, it is not for the faint of heart. It would make sailors blush. Uh, I don't think the NBA wants to get into that business because even it, you saw Russell after he had some highlight reel plays, he was saying some language that uh, could be construed as offensive. So I don't, I don't think anything's going to come down the league as far as that's concerned. Uh, I did, and this is from Brandon, I did notice Russ uh, really getting on his teammates when they didn't play sound defense, especially when Russ was out. When he was sitting out at, uh, late in the game and he did not want the bench to give up a lead, uh, he was getting after him, making sure they played defense. And that, that's a side of Russell we don't always see on the defensive side of the ball. He he kind of plays defense when he wants, and he, he definitely played it tonight for sure. Uh, do you think this is the potential of the Big Three and continued dominant play like they showed tonight? I, I think it's... We saw the potential, a glimpse of what they can do moving forward. Now, it's an 82-game season. They're not, not going to play like that every night or a few nights, I would think, as far as just the level of intensity. But I do think they can look at the film as what they, the things they did to the Warriors is, is, the, is the mold, is, is the recipe for success. Play lights-out defense, which they did against the best offensive team in the league by a long shot. Turn that defense into offense – and let Russell attack in full speed. And, and you guys fill in around Russell. Russell's going to do his thing. You just get out of the way and and support him. Let Carmelo and Paul George mold their game to him versus vice versa, which is what we've seen so far this year. A uh, prediction when they meet again in February? Well, I picked the Warriors to win tonight. Don't hate me. But if I just pick the Warriors every time, maybe the Thunder will win every time. So I'll just pick the Warriors just uh, for that reverse jinx. <laughs> will the Big 12 publicly reprimand Kevin? Probably. They're, they're more interested in that than promoting their league, which should be ranked much higher in the college football playoff. Uh, we're, uh, this is from Randall. Were Kevin and Russ really going at it, or was it for effect? They were really going at it. You go, go back and watch. I mean, Russell was talking smack, but he turned his back to him and, and wasn't looking at him directly, where Kevin pursues him and gets in his face. So it, obviously it started to get to Kevin, but um, that was real. That was, that was the real Russell and the real Kevin. You know, they've, they've played coy up until this point. You know, they jawed a little bit last year. You know, Russell said, I'm coming, and Russell or Kevin said, so what? Uh, that's not the first time they've jawed at each other. It's the first time they've made contact like that. And I think it just boiled over. I think you saw Kevin playing from behind this time. You know, it's been easy playing Oklahoma City in the past. And he's handled it mostly with grace. He handled the, the game against Oklahoma City his first time back last year pretty well. Didn't have any outbursts. I guess him and Andre Robertson went 4 so to forehead in that game, too. So maybe I'm wrong on that. But as far as just ripping the fans or anything, he didn't do any of that. Uh, but you saw him deal with a little adversity tonight. dealt with Russell, getting the better of him, getting those steals. Clearly bothered him. Because he wouldn't let it go. He went back at Russell and uh, called him something you uh, can't say on TV or on Facebook Live. Uh, is, uh, I feel like Uh, Justin says, i like to see Adams be more aggressive, use his size and finish. I agree. I think you saw some of that tonight, too, where they used his offense on the paint. Adams has become such an effective offensive player around the rim. He still drops too many for my liking, but as far as he, he had the second-best field goal percentage in the entire NBA at one point this year. Shows you how easy of, of offense he's able to generate, especially on the pick and roll with Russell. He's been awesome. So, yeah, I think that, that's a way to get some easy baskets, especially if the jump shots aren't falling, which at certain points in games have not, have not fallen for Oklahoma City. Um, so, any more? Any more questions? When Steven got fouled twice going for the dunk, did he miss the shots because of the foul? Uh, I think he just missed the shots because of the foul. He got hacked. I mean, the, when you're down on the floor, it looks a lot different than on TV sometimes. Some of those, those fouls are, are brutal, down there in the pain, It's not for the faint of heart with uh, Steven, especially. Because <laughs> they, they want to make sure Stephen doesn't dunk. He's a big old boy. But uh, I'll get out of here on this. Um, great win for Oklahoma City. I think you saw glimpses of what this team can be against the best team in the NBA. Um, do I think this solves all their issues? No, but I think it's the blueprint for what they need to do moving forward. It's a much needed win. you know losing in the NBA is not fun, it hasn't been fun following this team so far, they haven't played very well but again, we're only what, 18 games into it or they were 7-9 and nine, so yeah, we're 17 games into it um, we'll see how it progresses, but so far so good uh, as far as playing the, the Golden State Warriors, first win over them in 8 meetings, uh, that's big for confidence, it's big for Russell, big for the new big three, uh, they, they really played well and had a remarkable game in Oklahoma That City. was fun. The uh, first edition of the live mailbag on uh, the KOCO Carson Facebook page. You can follow me on Twitter at KOCO Carson. But if you just search Carson Cunningham, KOCO, I'm going to try and go live from uh, some of the bigger Thunder events. And uh, that was fun. A little live mailbag, a little live interaction. And, again, this, this podcast is brought to you by PRINT. That's P-R-N-T. Go to their website, prnt.co. That's a print company. They do a fantastic job. You can join their uh, monthly shirt club for $10 a month. They'll send you a shirt the first week of every month, and it's Oklahoma City basketball-related, the coolest stuff on the market. I guarantee you, when you go to a Thunder game, you see like the Brody and the Cats t-shirt. You see the Sam Presti, the real MVP with like the Barack Obama insignia. Uh, hope we can believe in that is uh, all print they have all the coolest stuff so when you wonder when you see a really cool thunder shirt you don't have to wonder anymore just go to print prnt.co get the coolest oklahoma city gear they can also do your custom orders any size any amount you know i used to want to order some shirts when i was in college and i only wanted like you know 15 or 20 and i was like man i gotta order like a hundred of these things not anymore Go to print. They can hook you up with a, a small order, a large order, doesn't anything in between. Doesn't matter. Uh, go to print.co. So, again, great win for Oklahoma City. This could be viewed as a turning point in their season. I really think it might be because they show glimpses of a championship caliber team. Now, obviously the Warriors are the favorite, but there's only a handful of teams in the NBA who can compete with the Warriors as far as firepower is concerned. I think the the Rockets are one of them. I think the Thunder are one of them in Boston. That's about it. Maybe LeBron. I I won't I won't discredit LeBron. You put him in a series against anybody. He's got a chance. But that just shows you how short the list is. Is that list right there. I don't think anybody else can join them. So great win for the Thunder. Paul George, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony flex their muscles. We'll uh, chat with you again, hopefully, later this week. I'm Carson Cunningham. This has been the Locked On Thunder Podcast. Hey,
0: Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.